0: Are you serious?
1: Hello, this is How To Kill An Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you in advance for killing some time with us. On today's show, I'm joined by a presenter on Radio 1 Extra, on the TV, and also, most recently, been kicking ass with military experts in some part of the world. Hello, Yasmin Evans. How are you doing? You right.
0: Hello, Marcus. That was very official <laughs> intro.
1: <laughs> That's that about as professional as it gets. That's all out the window yeah, now. Exactly. exactly. Um, Good. Let's look at the date. 1st of May 2020. How is lockdown yeah. life treating you?
0: Lockdown life is um is actually not too dissimilar from my regular life. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm I'm such a hermit. I, I really enjoy my own company. I think that I'm funny. I think I'm great. <laughs> uh no, but lockdown life is um is interesting it's been really interesting I think it's been a great time for me to kind of like get to know myself a little bit more I do spend I live by myself so it does get kind of lonely Mm -hmm. self-isolating I really do miss my friends I miss my family a lot but I actually live away from my family my family live up north so like I'm I'm actually used to being away from them for for long periods of time um but like not being around my friends and not um kind of like just enjoying people's company has been quite hard, but I'm quite lucky that I still get to go into the studio, do my show. So I've got some format there. Yeah. So I, so I think
1: right. what, what's been the situation with radio? Like how's your audience changed during lockdown?
0: Oh my God. My audience has changed so much. Although, yeah, I think they're just way more interactive. Yeah. Um, and I've tried to, I've, try to be way more interactive with them like I'm not really like um I do like social media I enjoy social media in the way that I use social media but now I've kind of just been like trying to be a bit more present like I'm I'm all about like energy and good vibes and I just wanted to kind of like keep everyone pushing through if I feel like I'm helping people that's helping me so it's been great the listeners have been amazing we kind of renamed my show to good vibes radio no offense to one extra like it's been put on on chill for a bit so now we've got this whole good vibes radio family and like to see people like connecting and saying that we use this little purple emoji because I just feel like that's like the I mean purple is the color of royalty it's good vibes it's also like the color of amethyst so it kind of beats away all the negative and um and people use it on instagram and twitter and it's just wicked like my listeners are great
1: sick sick that's good to hear good vibes radio i like that i like that yeah packs full of good vibes obviously which is very necessary at this time i don't want to put extra pressure on you and other radio presenters but you're like um some people's only form of social interaction right now you know that's quite it's quite deep
0: yeah it's quite deep. And at the beginning of the lockdown, like I knew that, but I also had to like think of myself a little bit. So I had to just readjust at the beginning of like the quarantine. Mm. Cause I was just kind of like about feeling safe and going into the studio and, um, Making sure that I was okay yeah. and and how I mentally was going to apply myself to this situation because I'm all about the mental side and energy like if I get knocked for me i i've this I'm quite sensitive to it, so it's like right, I just need to figure out how I'm gonna maneuver and then once I realize that i actually I actually need this as much as they do. Mm so yeah exactly that's how i kind of like was like okay let's just get on with it exactly
1: i I can't lie what well, i did while i was doing a little bit of catch-up research on you i did see some of your mask game your mask game is looking on point you know yes that is a seriously heavy game? duty What's mask that? that you got on your mask you know the mask the that mask? you wear in your face my mask. a mask that's what i said oh yeah i'm gonna
0: <laughs> i was like what mask mask. Mask. <laughs> mask that so for me my so my my old producer leanne she is so great she um oh yeah <laughs> I've,
1: I've just whipped up a picture and shown it to yasmin it's uh talk us through what we're seeing yeah that's
0: that's that's so that so i saw um like an official photograph of like the different levels of masks Mask. um and how they were gonna protect you from the current coronavirus mm-hmm. and. This one was number 1. Yeah, she's yeah,
1: got it's this um, gray one. It's got a thing over the nose which looks it, like it, it squishes onto it, your nose yeah. properly and tight.
0: Yeah, so it's got a safety there and it's also got a valve for breathing so you don't feel um claustrophobic. It's washable so you can wash yeah. it. Um and yeah.
1: What happens if you turn off is, the valve? Can you breathe anymore?
0: No, you can't. I don't. You can turn off the valve. I was going to just go. <laughs> I feel like I look like Bane from um Batman.
1: Yes, it's Jasmine Hello. Evans on Good vibes Radio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, um and also you're into your fitness, crazy. Like I know you're into your fitness. You put it on your social media, and you're into your good eating as well. You yeah, are practicing I'm vegan. So, are you being all right? Showing off that now she can just whip her leg over the shoulder. She's all still loose.
0: I'm still in the leggings. <laughs> no, what happened was I forgot I was doing the podcast, <laughs> and Marcus phoned me, and I was like in the middle of burpees. I was like, shit i'm going on now yeah
1: yeah let me just um, finish this workout um but yeah <laughs> how are you working out now during this during this kind of self-isolation period and also how's the cooking going down
0: oh we'll, we'll get to that marcus mm. i'll tell you some recipes if you want um i mean for anyone that doesn't know me like i am i just love food i love food i am obsessed with food mm. food is everything to me so um and exercise is actually everything to me as well but like I would say, like, I'm in love with food, like, obsessed. And I am in love with exercise, but I think with everyone it's a love-hate relationship. I seem to be exercising way more than I was prior to this. I don't know about anyone else, but it's like, the other day I sat on my sofa and I was like, I felt like such a slob. I was like, I'm just going to get up and stretch out and lift some weights, bro. (laughs) Um, When I started to get into the fitness game, uh, I was doing the breakfast show and like, my day started really, really early, and it finished, like, at 10, and I just never had things to do until, like, later on in the day, so it's, like, I need some form of structure, so I'd go to the gym, so for me, the gym is all about giving myself some structure in my day, also, it gives me a chance to, like, switch off, like, if I go when I could go out to the gym, out there, like, I would not answer any phone calls, not answer any emails, not stay on my phone looking at Instagram, like, even I this is a bit wanky but I even put in my diary like gym so that there was nothing that I could book in in the morning or in the evening like that is my time and me and like it's not about like losing weight it's just about me being healthy like physical fitness for me enables me to also have a healthy clear mind Mm. so i've really been trying to keep that up hence why i'm doing way more now because i feel like i just need my mind to be a lot more clearer and i'm loving it and plus the people i log on to instagram lives and the people that do them shout out to kira london and was london are so amazing and they've got like a little community and it's like it's really nice. Like I see my friends from Manchester in there. So yeah, I'm, I'm all about the fitness right now during quarantine, but it's not for everyone. And, and do you know what? Some days they don't have to do it.
1: Yeah. Sometimes the biscuits are calling. I'm not going to lie. That's most days for me at the moment. The yes. biscuits
0: call every day. <laughs> You've got muscles. Come on, let's not deny it. You know what,
1: Yaz? I was doing all right before lockdown, but I I hurt my shoulder, unfortunately. So I've not even been strong enough to do a press-up. So I've been doing little little baby weights, little one kilogram weights and stuff like that on my shoulder. What? It's better
0: than
1: nothing. It is indeed. Going for my walks as well, because I'm not really a good runner either. But I'm out there. I'm out there trying a bit. Do you know what I mean? yeah come on come yeah on, the gu- come on. guns are still there yes but um what about the food side of things because yes man you are like last time we met well every time i see you in person i'm like you got any recipes like what should i
0: eat Do-do-do-do-do.
1: so how are you doing <laughs> lockdown <laughs> veganism and also whipping up
0: um it's so like when people ask me like oh you cook so much like send me a recipe i'm like <laughs> okay but <laughs> what do you want to eat? Like I could send you cheese on toast or like beans on toast. That's a recipe. Like, what do you want? What do you want from me? Um, I, uh, actually, uh, have like really tried to be a little bit more active in supporting small businesses. Um, in terms of like food. And there's a website that was made called LockdownLocals.com, And this guy just, um, made it. And he just made this website and puts loads of links to, Loads of people who are small business, so, sorry, small businesses that aren't running anymore anymore that are providing food for people mm-hmm. to make their money because they can't sell whatever it is. Um, and it's brilliant. They obviously go to like wholesalers and, you know, um they deliver straight to your doorstep and leave stuff on your doorstep fresh fruit and vegetables i'm quite lucky that i've got uh, a grocery near me so like fresh fruit and veg like i've not been going to the big supermarkets although the other day i did treat myself and go to mns that's a treat these- yeah. that's a treat in general not even these days during lockdowns so yeah. i went to MS boy right. um and so i've just been like as much as i say that exercise is also like a clearing of mine like my kitchen is therapy to me Mm. like if i if someone told me that i could not go into the kitchen i would have the breakdown like being in the kitchen like switching off um and just cooking is is everything to me like i grew up in the kitchen my mum cooked a lot my granny cooked a lot on my jamaican side like Food is an expression for me. Yeah. It's an expression of love. It's an expression of, you know, if you're stressed out or like you're moody. And mo- like, honestly, like what you eat is an expression of how you feel like if you are cooking in the kitchen, 100%. And it can switch your mood like that. Mm. Um, so I've been coping really well during this quarantine. I've been eating everything,
1: nice.
0: everything. Um, I love it. Like I, I'll give myself a three course meal and a candlelit dinner every night
1: that's self-love have you done a, have you done a zoom dinner uh, yet with other other people because it's great because if you do a zoom dinner you know you're gonna like the food because it's yours And like no one's gonna eat yes. the stuff that you like the most you know when you've got to be polite and you've got people yeah, over yeah, for yeah, dinner yeah. and you're like yeah you can take the rest of those potatoes i'm usually like-
0: <laughs> polite <laughs> polite when it comes to food no 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 no, never also this is gonna sounds so bad but um i i don't really go around to my friend's house for dinner right. because they all come to mine because <sighs> but i know but it's because like i just make the better food
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what you're telling me your I friends like, are like so, can, do you want to come over for food next week and you're like you know what um tuesday's a good day for me but how about you just come to mine because i cook better real talk
0: it's pretty, it doesn't go exactly <laughs> like that. But my friends will tell you, like, I, I am the one that will host like the dinner parties yeah. more because I, and also like, like I said, it's an expre- an expression of love. And I'm very much like, oh, come around, I want to cook for you. I want to, mm. like, it's basically like, I want to love on you. Like, let's eat together. Mm. Um, If I do go around to a friend's house, I'll probably bring like something. Like, I'll probably make something and like, bring it. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think that who could, or like, we'd cook together. Okay. So they could be my sous chef.
1: <laughs> so you come and run their house, basically. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, but we did, we did do like a brunch um, Zoom the other day. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. Maybe a few weeks ago. Now, I don't even know the time. Um, and it was like a bottomless brunch. Wow.
1: How bottomless did you go? I don't know why. I mean, you can literally go bottomless, bottomless as well. You can go bottomless because yeah, it's a Zoom no, thing, I didn't go bottomless. So you actually. can roll bottomless. You I mean right now? You don't know yet. As if I get up. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Anyway,
0: save it for later. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Although that that would be quite funny. uh It got incredible. I had a family Facetime booked in <laughs> um for six o'clock. I was passed out drunk. Missed it. Nice. At six p.m. Missed it. I was missing. I made like margaritas.
1: Mm. That's tequila, right? In
0: the afternoon. Yeah, so it was like, so I make um, a picante, which is chili, coriander, lime juice, agave, and uh, respasado tequila.
1: A respisado tequila. Patron.
0: Patron. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: puts my uh, little Patron. vodka martini to shame. That I like to have in my little fancy no, glass. Don't.
0: Vodka martinis are alright, especially if you put them in a fancy glass. It doesn't matter if they taste shit. <laughs>
1: uh oh, Just oh yeah also you've been raving as well like i've seen a couple of little instagram raves I've, I've been to a couple i can't lie um zoom raving is the new way forward at the moment as well apparently
0: yeah i haven't been to a zoom rave yet i've definitely logged on to social media and done like a, a live stream yeah in the first few weeks i felt like i was going out constantly at the weekend like drinking my, me and my friend had like a wild night once and we stayed up until like 4 a.m I've, I bought myself a little disco ball f- from <laughs> online <laughs> and I put it on and I was like, I thought like I was in the club. Mm, I was mm. like, Bottles on me. <laughs> um, but I think I went a little bit too crazy in the first few weeks. I've kind of knocked that on the head. Um, and I've just been getting like a lot of sleep actually recently. Mm. So yeah, you never know, like might might log into one tonight.
1: Might have a little vibe, do a little Friday night special. Also, yes, yeah, yeah. um, before we get in, on to talking about SAS Who Dares Win's celebrity version, where uh, basically, man, I, I can't wait to talk about that because it it's a very amazing this year. But um, you made a very good point before I slap record today. I, as a man, am guilty, as many men are across the UK, at grossly underestimating the amount of upkeep it takes to make us look fresh. Because right now, I'm feeling, I've not been this fluffy for a long time. I've got a beard.
0: You look like this. <laughs> I look like a
1: microphone. <laughs> yeah, I have picked up the mic.
0: You look like I do that. look like
1: a microphone. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. I'm re- I'm a little bit jealous, like, because I always thought that women, and it is a, a, a genuine misconception that women need a lot more upkeep than men, or require a lot mm-hmm. more upkeep through their own preference yeah i'm not saying that women should Mm -hmm. i'm just saying you know going on putting a war paint on getting all did up and stuff but (laughs) as a man i'm feeling like it's much harder for me to pull off a fresh look than it is a woman right now
0: oh yeah for sure i didn't realize how i in fact no because i think i spoke to reese parkinson once a fellow one extra broadcaster and he was like i have to get a shape up weekly yeah like we it's in, it's important i have to get a sh- so i get it i know that, that the little thing needs to be lined up especially if like you're receding and stuff you've got a very strong hairline very um strong. and that was not no shade to reese parkinson is he, is
1: he is he is he is he is he a bit soft on the edges it happens it's all right it's a luck of the draw no, i
0: think <clears throat> i think he was saying something about it once That's let me right. not just like throw him under the bus it's all right like
1: man when but... we can travel again he can take a quick trip to turkey until then he can just slap a hat on it's all right <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's all right. <laughs> um. <laughs> it means
1: you've got a high testosterone uh, level it. go for it. it means you've got a high t level it means Does you're an it? extra manly man oh, apparently i heard that the other day yeah
0: they... <laughs> you, you tell him that <laughs> um uh so yeah, So i'm just seeing like these guys are like oh is it okay there's way more upkeep from you guys than there is for us i can actually do my hair yeah. i've got braids in right now and i did this myself and the only thing is that my eyebrows are getting a bit wild. I don't know if you can see that.
1: Yeah, a little bit, but like, man, like yeah. I, I look like but we
0: make it where we just brush them
1: up. Yeah, you like like a, women I'm seeing. They're like doing all the glow up challenge and that. I'm like, yeah, you look good. I can't. There's nothing I can do. I can't do the self barbering either because. I've tried that once mm. in my life. I'm never going to do that again. My hair is hard to cut. Barbers say that. Mm. So yeah. I'm is just gonna it? Have to, yeah. So it's, is it tough? No, it's not just not physically hard. It's just like it grows. It has diff- I've got like a cow's lick and I've got like, you know. Oh yeah, you you got got to work it. you've got
0: loads of different textures going in there. Yeah. M- a friend of mine did a YouTube tutorial. Shout out to Broderick Hunter. Yeah. He did a YouTube tutorial. And ha- he's been cutting his hair for like 15 years. Mm. He's given himself a fade and everyone's been following it. So maybe you should try that are you too scared if but it if up? it goes wrong can't you just shave it off
1: can't you shave it off i walk around looking, like, looking like i'm ill no i'm all right if i cut all my hair off i don't look very well i'm not doing that
0: it will grow back we've got like weeks left of quarantine listen yeah. we have weeks left of quarantine like these people that have had high tops yeah they should have thought shave off my my high top because now this high top is wild coming like flipping I don't know, Duck and Waffle Tower. Like mm. it's it's a lot Heron Tower up here.
1: <laughs> House party one. Right. So Yaz, yes, thanks for the update. Actually, before we press uh, uh play, before we press play on the trailer for SASU Wins. kit wise, what yeah. are you doing your, your home setup with? Because this is a tech podcast in essence, and we've been talking about home setups here and there. So you've got a mic you've got your own oh. microphone there. You've got some quite nice yeah. headphones if you don't mind me seeing yourself. But yeah, what are you working with?
0: Matching. Um, so I have a Samsung Q2U. Q Q2U, Q2 that's U. right.
1: Yeah. The USB mic. Yeah. Yeah. And XLR.
0: Yeah. Is that? Is it good?
1: So, you know what? It's uh, it, it was about 50 quid before before lockdown. Now they're online for about 100 quid and they're sold out everywhere. So, yeah, the Samsung Q2U. Oh, so- very good mic. Very good bang for your buck.
0: Yeah. I bought two of them. I bought two of them because I actually need to holler you, Marcus, because honestly, podcast, not my bag. Um, so, I bought two ages ago and I paid about 50 quid for it. Yeah. Yeah. I got um my uh cyanizer headphones yeah
1: hd25s i think so yeah
0: yes thank you <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> yes, like yeah, okay. rup, rup. bought these bought these when i started dj in like years ago so these are quite old best thing about these headphones um, if
1: you're watching the videos you can make yourself look like somebody yeah, from star trek there you go That's-
0: why do they have that why do they have that is that in case people
1: have massive heads it's just if you've got a big head they got the the headband splits into two pieces so you can have it i don't know why yeah. people do that but yeah oh
0: and also i like this part where it flips up
1: you can also flip a headpiece out of the way so they're quite fancy headphones so they're, yeah. they're quite um they they're quite high yeah. end headphones actually really good sound output as well but yeah. yeah
0: um and i have a ring light just to make sure that the quality of camera is good
1: oh i didn't know that fancy so turn it off and turn it on yeah. again i want to see the difference
0: oh it's got different levels as well so. all right so this is it off
1: yeah cool
0: on and then you can Oh, and you can b- brighten it. Sick. You can change it to blue. Like a little, it can make me look like I've got a tan. So that's good. Nice. Go. I'm going to put links also, to this in the show description,
1: right actually. That's pretty cool. Is that like an Amazon jobby that light?
0: Yep. Yeah, I'll send you the links. It's yeah, not the best, but it will do for now. And it's on a, uh, man, it's on a Manfrotto uh, tripod. There we which go. Which is really good for um, my Canon GX7. Oh, you got the uh,
1: Canon GX7 you using that for your uh, vlogging. Yeah, yes? yeah,
0: vlogging.
1: Yes, there we go. All right, yeah. Anyway, got you on the show to talk about uh, SAS. Who dares wins. I'm going to ask you about it, but uh, right beforehand, let's play the trailer because I think this kind of lets you know about the level of abuse that we see celebrities get in The show SAS selection <laughs> is a test like no other.
0: The biggest mistake these celebrities can make is thinking they know what's coming. There's no shortcuts. There's no easy options. They're in for a shock. In this series... Stop moving! Move!
1: Come on!
0: Twelve celebrity recruits...
1: Go, shit, you One more!
0: ...will leave their glamorous lives behind. <laughs> Worse things can happen to Eyelashes are going to come off. That whining, whinging excuse. Fuck your f***ing ideas up. Get in the They'll be put through the most grueling stages of selection.
1: Ah! Ah! Quick! Quick! Sort it out! Ah!
0: By an elite team of ex special forces soldiers. Go! Go! To Let's go! No allowances or exceptions will be made.
1: Go! We've got 3.3 million Twitter followers and 1.6 Instagram followers. They've actually grown. If these celebrities oh. turn up with an ego. Move! They
0: won't last 24 hours. You taking a piss! Lift down. Absolute shambles. No other test asks as much. Fold your progression, number 11. You understand me? You should know better. Or means as much. Come on. Keep going. Keep going. Heel, toe. Heel, toe. To the few. Well done. They'll make it through.
1: Jeez
0: your yo. yo, yes one of the best
1: ways of explaining the show because i just say to people you see celebrities getting beaten up every episode but is it fair to say there's a better way of describing sasd days when celebrity right
0: um yes because <laughs> <laughs> well you don't actually get beaten up like well you are beaten and battered and bruised yeah um and you are, you know, roughed up a bit, you are roughed up a bit by the DS, who are the, I don't know, how, another way to describe them, are the, the Ant Middleton, the people that are shouting at you, like people might say sergeants and stuff like that, but they're called the DS in um, the uh, the SAS Armed Forces. Mm-hmm. Um, so they call it selection. So selection is, is it's real life, like the ds are the people that you see like aunt middleton jay billy uh foxy they have all done it for years like jay who is the one of the new ds jay morton he was more recently has just come out of the sas i think he spent like nine years of his life in selection and it is intense it's 24 7 it's like it's physically challenging it's emotionally challenging it's They are just so brave to have gone through it. So it's very... very, It was just amazing to be experienced even a fraction. Now, SAS Who Dares Wins the TV show is such a condensed version of SAS. Like, there are small little challenges that are big towards, but to them, very small, what they had to do in their daily life. They are... I think at one point in the uh, the show, I don't know if you'll see this, but I remember... um, and and Billy both saying that between them they've buried like seventy people like that they knew between the five of them I think it's five of them four of them, um, and I was like shit this is mega, mm. um like this is a challenge for us yes and you they are there are points where you're like oh yeah it's a TV show of course it's a TV show you you feel like that at the beginning but then you get into it and your mind switches off from reality like. I can't, I cannot even tell you, like, it's really hard for me to explain, but, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere on this, um, it's called Isle of Rassi, which is past the Isle of Skye, it's past Scotland, but it's in the area, um, and obviously everyone is told that it's going to be filming on there, so everyone's kind of told to, like, not speak to us, the cameraman can't speak to us when we're feeling, filming off set, when we're on, well not even set but like away from the camp when we're in the camp which is an actual previously armed forces camp like that it wasn't just made for the tv show that that is there. It's where they do a lot of the training Um, so we were very lucky to actually be there because like the SAS have actually trained there like the real SAS <laughs> um and when you're at the when you're on camp you know you there's the rig and stuff so you don't really see the cameras and you just kind of get on with it. And so when you go out to do the challenges and the tasks, you kind of see the directors and the the film directors who all have cameras and all running after you. Like there was one point when one of the team members, like I was watching him, like, because you you can't not notice him at times. And other times it must be so emotional for them because it's emotional for us. And I was, I remember like crying my eyes out and then he's just got to stand there like, and and bless phil shout out to phil the director he's done this for years so i I know he's probably got the emotional connection and out of the way mm. um but i can remember thinking like don't you even want to help me like i'm <laughs> fucking dying it um and there was one point where one of the team uh who was also filming he his hand was bleeding like he'd fallen off the side of a cliff because it's like there's no like safety like they've got to do the shit that we do like when we're on the side of the cliff, falling off, they've also got to do the same because they've got to follow us down with the camera. So it's not just dangerous for us and it's dangerous for them as well. It's just wild. It's so crazy. And yeah, so I was on the island. I remember once I saw a woman who wasn't a part of the team and I was like, oh. and I just wanted to run over to her and be like, help! <laughs> In my head, I was like, "I just she's, she's my escape. And I thought, oh, no, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Like the amount of times we'd lay there and... There was a big house that we could see in the distance. Like if you went up into the tower, you could see this massive house and we'd sit and we'd like just imagine like what would it be like to just run over there? Like what what would happen? <laughs> we started to go we honestly started to go crazy.
1: Yeah. Well we well at the moment, us watching it, yes, we're at we've just seen episode mm. two here at the time of us recording yeah. this. Episode three is about to come out, probably the same night that this podcast drops. So we've seen i mean there's there's a lo- bunch of you in that started off with is it paralympic athlete lauren steadman uh, rudimentals mm-hmm. locksmith uh, anthea turner joey essex uh, helen skelton john Fashnou, who I, he in episode two did some very interesting stuff katie price uh, okay. and jack maynard uh, and obviously yourself uh brendan cole but nikki sanderson now at episode two jack has mm-hmm. left uh anthea's quit um and yep. I saw Katie, Katie's quit oh no, Kate yeah, Katie Whoops. <laughs> uh, Katie quit as well um uh, and we saw John Fashionu choke out locksmith
0: <laughs> so what what was we, going on there please? What people fail to know is that um John Fashionu is actually trained in martial arts right i don't know I don't know if many people know that.
1: We know it um, now after seeing that I'll tell you I'll tell you that for three <laughs> guys.
0: and also don't forget like when he's on a pitch he uh, he's just sent to so same with tony like yeah maybe not as much with lauren like lauren is competitive in a different way yeah whereas her competitiveness is not physical against anyone else it's just physical against her so her patience with uh aggression was different in terms of yeah. the other athletes on on the course and so john and tony are like when they get into the ring and when they get in onto the pitch it's aggression it's like go yeah. for it so so their aggression is very very different but yeah john we obviously as you could see that like, we were all very shocked by what john yeah. did he got um locksmith from rudimental in a martial arts chokehold where he could have actually broke his neck or um suffocated him yeah that that uh, that was in in a game for, just to say for context in a game of murder ball which is where you throw up a tyre yeah. and there's two opposing teams and you know you've each got to get it over to the other side and you know one person takes on one person or two on one or yeah so that, that was it like there was it was one on one at that point
1: so the, there was a conversation that struck up when this happened in, in my groups and I was saying okay. like I, I'm I, I when I tend to watch and it's not just because I know you guys but when I tend to watch the celebrities getting kind of put through it. I, I kind of I'm on your side because I feel like, oh you guys I know you're meant to be kind of beasting them, but you you're being unreasonable. Yeah. There's you, you, you it's not fair. Like when I watched <laughs> yeah. that personally I was like, nah, that's not they clearly they would have told them that there were some sort of rules that they had to abide by. In that challenge, did they say to you anything's fair or did they do they say to you that you have to control your aggression first or is it kind of seeing how you react and then them reacting to it's, that? It's
0: it's seeing it so it's seeing how you control your aggression. Right. So they literally the ds will literally stand and watch and and it's like they're watching a rugby match they'll be yeah. like go on get him get him so so what that challenge is is you know if someone's if you're in a fight and someone's going fucking him, knock him out yeah. fucking choke him what are you gonna do you're gonna try and knock him out you're gonna try yeah. and choke him yeah. so it's in in your head you should be figuring out i don't do i need to knock him out do i need to choke him just because someone else is got my aggression all pent up so that's the thing is like they're all shouting and making sure that you are getting way more aggressive but should you be doing it it's about turning the aggression on when needs be and then switching it off so when they say stop yeah it's a stop the thing is with me I'm quite I love um I love a game I love to get into stuff like I'm not the best in terms of sports and things like that but I am actually really good at turning my aggression on and off mm. It's the emotional side that probably will throw me off sometimes. So when I was, they didn't show this, but when I was in playing murder ball, like I, I was really trying to like, okay, aggression on, aggression off. yeah. Like, but a lot, a lot of us struggled with it. And, and also a lot of us struggled with like the aftermath of, for example, there was this part where Nikki and Helen were at me and, and it was like, right, number 12 go in and i had to go in against the two girls and i was like right so i just used my long legs and limbs and i just curled my way into the tire mm. and i was like and then um one of the girls actually uh like attacked me in a way where i couldn't breathe and i was like fucking bitch and i was like really angry at it and then he's like stop and i was like you bitch and I was really really going for it and I was like I don't actually think she's a bitch yeah
1: yeah yeah she's just
0: I feel like you know there's nothing worse than feeling like someone cheated but it's not always fair on the pitch of Murderball but um, yeah it was it it was as you saw it
1: the reason it's interesting is because it's the first time in the season that I've seen you guys openly Expressing aggression towards each other. So, like, there were some, co- the way right, they edited yeah. it, I could see you guys from sign up going, hey, fucking prick, get him. And whilst yeah. there was a little bit of that during the fighting challenge, which is something one of my favorite bits, where they basically just pick a bunch of you and get you to beat each other up, which I, I don't know why I find that yeah. enjoyable. I'm <laughs> just like, I don't know what's going to happen. What's going to happen when they put Thank a God world champion um... in there and they, they just said, right, everybody beat up Tony. I was like, phew, okay, because he can't throw a punch, <laughs> somebody will die.
0: Um, thank god they didn't show there was one-on-one fights happened as well but they shit. didn't show that shit yeah it was a lot of that the one-on-ones were, were, were bad
1: so during the fighting we only saw a bit of it obviously but you're saying they did a, a quite a few more one-on-ones than we saw because we only saw like we, two-on-ones and we, two-and-twos and stuff like that right
0: yeah so we all did a well yeah we the ones who were ranking themselves a little bit yeah. weaker we all did a one-on-one fight yeah okay. all right. of us so, so it would be like it was it was only ever girl on girl and man on man. Okay. So yeah, we all had to like punch each other up basically.
1: Yeah, Tony looks like a big guy. Yeah? Is he big in real life? Because he looks...
0: At the time, yeah, at big. the time Tony weighed... At the time Tony weighed, I think 18, almost 19 stone. He's lost a lot of weight at the moment. He's been running yeah. and stuff, but he's a big guy and he's tall.
1: Yeah. He's
0: yeah. a big guy. Yeah.
1: yeah, and he knows how to throw a punch. So there's, there's also another challenge that is in, in episode two. The previous challenge we spoke about was in episode one, but this challenge in episode two, another thing which I needed clarification on, because again, I was on your side. Mm-hmm. When they right. put a hood on your head and dragged you along yeah. and kind of got you riled up and then gave you a weapon that they taught <laughs> you how to fire. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, what are you going to do? Go on, what are you going to do? And then you had to kind of just react. And mm-hmm. you were shooting at, at, at a possible target. And then after that challenge, you find out whether or not you behaved in the right way whether or not you should yeah. have shot that target basically yeah now i felt that was a little bit unfair watch it. again i was on your side i was like no it's not, it's not it's not fair they've not told them what's gonna happen but do they again just kind of throw <laughs> you into the situation give you a gun and yeah. see how you react and that's really
0: absolutely oh, absolutely God. like you 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 learn the necessities right. and you learn what you need to do in order to stay uh vigilant like when yeah. you're yeah. In that moment, like, so you you know how to shoot a gun, you know how to take the safety off, you know uh, who's an ally and who is a enemy. Like, so they fill you with the, the education in a short time. Yeah. Uh, me and Jerry, like, literally me and Jerry every night were like, it's time for school, let's <laughs> rehearse. <laughs> Didn't, I don't know if it worked that well for me, but yeah. there we go. Um, and uh, yeah, so in that moment, what happened was, they didn't show this either. It's this so crazy, which is actually so great because I feel like that then we have the me- memories that no one else has seen. Yeah. So as we're running up this hill to then sit in a ditch, um, we had to run up and down. And then we had to crawl, army crawl. Yeah. And then we had to bear crawl for about, I oh, don't even know. The time is so weird. It must have been about 20, 30 minutes. So we're knackered. Then it was like, right, run up there's this massive ditch in the ground and at this point there's still 12 of, no there's 11 of us because Kate's not here at this point mm-hmm. and um so we get in this ditch in the ground which is full of nettles and a lot of us are like ah, ah ah oh my god and then the DS is like shut up you're hiding so we'll be in quiet and I think Joey was sat on a rock they were all there and it just goes silent and we're like what the fuck is going on? Like you just, you just never know Mm. when the things that you're learning are going to pop up. And sometimes they won't. So sometimes you might be thinking, oh my God, is this the point where we've got to jump in the water and climb up the side of a boat? Like, is this when we've got to walk? Is this when we've got to like carry our body over a tightrope? Like, is this when we've got to climb the ladder over the water? There's loads of different things. You're like, is this it? Is it? Is it? What's going on? And then it was like, right, one of you out. And everyone just looked at each other. And I was like, Fuck's gonna have to be me you know you just know it's me like you know mm. you're like oh, i'm gonna have to do this first yeah so i jumped out and he's like number 12 run so it's like run to the ds and all of a sudden bag on your head and you're like what you can't see a thing you cannot see a thing then all of a sudden you hear shoot in sounds like a bomb they throw water on you then you're up against the wall and then like you're with billy well i was with billy and he was like took the bag off my head he, no, he just lifted it up like that and he was like, We're being kidnapped, follow me. So I'm like, The fuck? So I'm like, Being kidnapped, I run with him and like under this rock all the. And then he's like, bagging your head and he's like, Right, they've captured us. And I'm like, Fucking hell, how? How have <laughs> But it's obviously the DS. Yeah. And then, then they drag you and that you're dragging, your knees are hitting the rocks and you're oh. like, you can't, you can't get yourself together and you're like, This is fucking awful. They're really dragging you like proper like all what like 10 stone of me like dragging me across the floor and um then you feel them shove a gun in your hand and then you're holding this gun but you can't see they take the hood off and there's this long like hallway and there's loads of smoke and he shout like they are screaming in your ear go on kill him ah like screaming you're like oh I must I've got to kill this is another thing where it's like you're being told to kill but like focus and I was like (laughs) <laughs> I was like, uh, you know saw I was slow doing. motion
1: you you pulled the trigger yeah, you kept I your was, finger on the trigger you weren't I like, like pop, pop you were like
0: reload you know you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know this is not the same at all yeah. but you know when you're playing a game console and like you're really into it and mm. you you might have got to like a certain level and you're fully into it and it's a shooting yeah. game it's like a zombie shooting game Yeah. and you're like just fucking go for it or like when you play Laser Quest yeah. and you're like blah 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 you like oh it's the initial and that's what they were trying to make you realize is that your initial reaction isn't always a correct reaction. And think about it. You've got, you've got a couple of seconds that you can actually think about it, but you're so scared. I'm like, nah, I'm going to die in those couple of seconds. (laughs) He's running at me with a gun.
1: Yeah. That was insane, man. Like I I feel like, so basically they have full license to, to professionally fuck with your head because, it's like at certain points you have to follow what they do word for word. And then all of a sudden you're thrown into a situation where you have to yeah. kind of just react. So I feel like that would, that would screw with me. And then further to the point at, at some point in every season, each of the people that are part of the show get broken mm. down at some point. Now we've not seen this happen with you yet. And I presume right, this, yeah. this, this we, we do see them bring you into a room. They go over some of the research that they have and they really get into your head.
0: Mm.
1: What, what is that like knowing that during the day these guys have got physically exhausting you and then they get yeah. you into a room and, and you know they're going to try and break you down and they do it well I mean obviously I know that's to come hopefully we'll see that on the show but how was that yes
0: um I'm a very very closed off person like yeah. I don't trust very easily and I will I'm suspicious of a lot of people probably when I don't need to be so I don't ever give freely information that i feel like can be used against me i like i I can be like two different sides of the coin like i could talk to you and get to know you and feel your energy and then all of a sudden i'm like like um that's yes shooting uh, a gun at
1: you basically yes she'll shoot you basically (laughs) (laughs) no like words coming out yeah i hear that that. (laughs) there
0: was one point in in the show um It was actually a part of last week's episode, but you don't get to see it. Uh, Myself and Joey had like a real nice, like intimate moment of speaking about uh, people who have passed in our lives. And like, I just connected with Joey's energy and, and I felt okay to talk to him about that. Whereas when I go into the mirror room, and you'll probably see this a lot. Like, I don't, you'll probably have noticed my face is very, like... A lot of people are like, you got resting bitch face. But it wasn't. I was just very... I'm a teacher's pet. So it doesn't matter what situation I'm in, whether I'm with friends or family, like... And we're addressing people. I'm going to do as I'm told. And my head is always held high. So I'm always, like, chin to the sky, shoulders back. Like, you will not hear like me go, oh... Or like, oh, like, it just wasn't in me. Like, I was like, there's no way that they can call me out on anything. So when I go into the mirror room, I'm very much like, you're not getting it. You're just not getting it. Like, you're not getting out of me. Like, I can speak about myself easy, but like anything else, you just so. And it almost came like a bit of a stubborn game. And the thing is, I'm not really Google Google Googleable either. So anything that you want to dig up about me personally, you ain't gonna find on Google. So like as soon as you Google my name, you're just gonna see radio or maybe a hair tutorial and stuff. So I was like, you ain't got shit.
1: Mm, yeah, <laughs> my g, nice, nice. So, All right, well I, I look forward private. to them. I look forward to them to, to them trying to get into you. It. It's, it's um because you get to because it's quite. I mean, with with um John Fashionu, like because we're. Mm even our generation yeah it's, like, it's quite a long time ago that he was at the peak of his kind of celebrity yeah, being a footballer yeah. so you kind of forget the scandal for want of a better set of words that he was involved in um and the unfortunate situation that happened with his brother so when you kind of see yeah. people in the in the mirror room and they're having these conversations you kind of get to see i mean from john it was it was like he's I feel like he's accepted the situation to a degree like you can see it's not something that mm. breaks him down every day but it was like to, to mm. see that conversation happen and to, to see the guys like, Ant and the team have that conversation it was I was just like this is um and it's, also it's they're crazy. not
0: yeah. they're not they're obviously not therapists no, so not. Yeah. and 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 their approach to things are aggressive and so and also they're not our mates they're our mm-hmm. teammates yeah. but they're not our mates the DS aren't our mates so you know to obviously address that situation and, and speak to him about it. I think it was a hard watch for a lot of people. What I, I knew about um, John's brother. Yeah. Just because, um, you know, it was it, something that I, I just know about in yeah. in the, the press and things like that. Um, but what was funny is that there was obviously way more people within our selection in our group that had suffered Or had experienced, probably a better word, experience from someone's passing being that they had taken their own life, which was quite amazing to see. You know, me and Joey had a conversation about it. Both of us have experienced it with members of the family. Then John, obviously, um, we didn't actually get a chance and I didn't actually get a chance to speak to John on that level. It's very hard to kind of have those real intimate moments. You have mm-hmm. to be like very selective, you yeah. know, you're know, you knackered every day. You just want to go to bed. But um yeah, there are moments where I think people are going to see, you know, some of us unearth certain things. And then there's, then, and then there's going to be moments where you're not going to hear the unearthing of what they've experienced, but you're going to see it through their emotional sort of aspect and I think a lot of people are expecting that from Tony as well
1: yeah I'm at this point watching it I don't know Tony personally and and I'm not the biggest mm-hmm. boxing fan but he looks like he there's a lot to be said and there's a lot that he needs to get off his chest at, at the time of watching yeah it. Like, again he in the group is. everybody was just like wow like Tony Tony's gone through some shit like we and, and mm. you know we we're gonna we it's gonna be interesting to see where we go with it because um he's a big bloke and you look at him you think big he must be strong emotionally as well as being strong physically but he says it himself like he's got his own downfalls when it comes to controlling his emotions yeah. and such
0: yeah for sure for sure like, but he is like oh I left that I said this uh, in an interview and I was like, <laughs> and it got quoted in the press that um, Yasmin said that locksmith was her soulmate and I did actually say that yeah but what I meant was obviously. Um, that newspaper will not get a shout out from me, but obviously that was the headline from them. (laughs) Um, It was like, uh, you have these, like, I have never experienced these emotional connections in my entire life. And I'm a very emotional energy, like I've mentioned a zillion times. Um, And so whether that was reflected or not, I don't know. But like, I know that they will agree. Like there was moments where I did look at Locksmith and I was like, fucking marry you right now like yeah in that moment he is my soulmate and you will i'm really looking forward to them seeing that in the third episode like i think the third episode is when you're going to see a lot from a lot of people Mm. including myself like there's a lot like a lot of our relationships change in there um like it it gets the third episode is when it gets emotional like it, it it goes up a notch and um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one for me to watch for sure for sure Uh, probably because i i had a concussion don't bloody remember anything but yeah
1: (laughs) whoa really um for people that have not had a concussion before can you just describe how a a concussion is not like in the movies where you know in the movies someone gets knocked out and they go oh anyway let's go get something to eat (laughs) i'm like no that's not how it works mate (laughs)
0: Hold on, relax. <laughs> so um, I got a mild, I got a very, very mild concussion. And right. I think it actually was during Murderball. And because everything is so fast paced in there and honestly, you you could have like a concussion and you're like, right, okay, no, look, we need to focus on. So it is kind of like the movie situation. But um, so I got in the car and I was with Nikki and Tony and um, they were talking about something and I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, Oh, you know, when we were walking through the mud, so on the you'll see in episode two if you watch back, like on the way to Murderball, we're kind of walking through this mud, then everyone's falling and it and it's like it was basically sinking sand but mud. Everyone's losing their boots and blah blah. And I was like, no idea what you're talking about. And Nikki was like, Yeah, on the way to Murderball And then Tony was like, Oh, look at me. Obviously he has experienced from concussion, he's had about thousand of them. Um, and he's like, your pupils are really quite dilated. He's like, I think you might have concussion. And I was like, shit. Then he was kind of like asking me, um, oh, who asked me? Someone asked me like, what did I have for breakfast? Try, trying to help. And I was like, I actually don't know. And I was really forcing myself to remember. And then I got really paranoid. I didn't tell anyone, but I got super paranoid. So I thought they were trying to set me up. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to get, fuck it. I was like, I'm going to get kidnapped. The DS had told everyone. Because I had... Think at that point, I had definitely had a m- mirror room, All right? Maybe I can't really remember, um, and so or I'd maybe gone to the top. I don't know. I was like, "This." I was starting to think of like when they had been told to lie to me, so I was like super paranoid and I felt like really unsafe. And I was like, "This is fucked." And then I was like asking questions, and everyone's like, "You must have had con- like you can't remember anything. You can't remember." And I was like, "No." So uh, yeah, that's 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 the concussion story there. But I'm I'm completely fine. Yep. Um, the doctor took care of me, and it was all right.
1: That's all good. That's all good. That's all good. So uh, another thing that could be quite hard to overcome is the toilet situation. Not
0: for me. I found that easy.
1: What was it? What was the specifics of the toilet situation? Not your. Not your. (laughs) Because when we spoke to Dev, like part of the show obviously last year, he said it was a couple of holes in the floor in a stall was that it did you yeah yeah that was it
0: so you got to throw soil over it if you do a shit yeah um and then you i actually there was the thing is I, one thing i just wasn't going to do i wasn't going to clean the toilets i just Mm -mm. wasn't Mm -mm. i just i'm just like if i had to if everyone had done it throughout the week and it was my turn i would do it because i'm i'm a team player but i wouldn't go oh maybe we should clean the toilets (laughs) no thank you they stunk (laughs) And plus we were filming after the, the first series of what they call the civilian SAS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it stunk when we arrived. Although I feel like they just made it stink anyway. Like they probably pissed all over it. Like they fucking mm. come in. That's piss all over them. Um I am not a, like a prude. So I am happy to use the bathroom in front of people like, it was there's nothing much that you can do like if i was having a poop i'd like make sure that it was away from everyone and i also one thing that i don't want is to just hear the sound of people straining
1: yeah yeah i
0: don't want to hear the push like i don't i don't mind like the thud because it wasn't a plop it was a thud on the <laughs> ground i don't mind the thud of the you know the stool the big poop. but i don't want to i don't want to hear you like straining i'm trying to push it out like you keep that sound effects away from me because um but you have you can't go to the toilet by yourself you have to go with someone every time
1: why is that oh, because night?
0: you so if you if because you, you could get kidnapped so you just have to make <sighs> sure you're always and always you have to run to the toilet you can't walk you gotta run across the parade so i chose brendan cole as my poo partner so he's my poo partner and nikki was my wee partner but you could like just go wee for it with anyone and honestly it got to a point maybe like it was like 24 hours in and we were like you know what the (laughs) thing is because you always have to go with someone yeah so say in the night you wake up and you need the toilet you gotta wake someone up
1: jeez
0: and then it got to a point where we were so exhausted because we also had to keep watch so we had a keeping watch schedule so we'd go up on the tower and we'd note like animal sounds and the ds would fuck with us like walk past or throw a rock and we'd have to go DS walk past, or human person, or a torch is shone, I, and we do like all the way through the night. So like from seven pm till six am, like that's what we had to do, and and so um we'd all always like wait for someone to come back and go to the toilet, and we were just so knackered that at one point we just put a bucket in the corner of the room and we'd put our little blankets over us and we just wow. go pee so the cameras couldn't see us go pee because we were like we were so tired we just didn't want to wake anyone up it's like just go pee in the corner
1: roughing it i rate that man standard yeah. i mean but you just given me a, like a worst case scenario And i can't think of any worse time to get kidnapped than when i'm halfway through pooping that is mm. the worst time to get kidnapped or for something to pop off like you can't so even what? wipe your bum what if you gotta run away with a shitty bum bum
0: what about if you were like halfway through that physically? Yeah,
1: like a like halfway through a strain, and it's halfway out, and you got to choose whether you I cut it off, it. which is not fun, <laughs> or whether your body decides how to suck you it cut back it in. Off?
0: Hang on, how'd you cut it off? Do you have to like clench your bum cheeks? And use, is, is, your bum, your bum is a scissor. Your bum is a poo scissor. Snip, snip. <clears throat> Ugh. do you know what I do do you know what I do this what? is going to be rancid yeah if someone tried to kidnap me halfway through shit I'd grab I'll the shit and, shit and throw get it in, throw their, it in face their face yes and then leg it yes so actually it's a weapon
1: yeah yeah exactly imagine if you get a bit in their mouth that'll teach them shame yeah
0: <laughs> eat that <laughs>
1: um so yeah yeah it's like it's it's let's cast it back a little bit right so mm-hmm. this isn't the first series of of S.A.S. Who Dares Wins or the celebrity version So you must have known that this is going to be something that's going to put you through the right for it physically and mentally. So when the opportunity came up, what were your thoughts?
0: Well, I only knew six days before I left. So
1: really? I didn't (laughs) know.
0: Everyone else had like six weeks and four weeks. I knew six days before I had to go. And it was my it was coming up to my birthday. I had like a Vegas trip booked and I was like, all right, so. Uh, shout out to my trainer, Infa. Uh, we like, we went hard. He like put 25 kg in a rucksack, which is the weight of the the rucksacks that you um, have in SAS, right. or the Bergens, and right. outdoor training. And you get like two pairs of boots that you have to wear in. Like they're like sturdy walking boots. Mm-hmm. I didn't keep mine, but I see Joey Essex kept his because he keeps <laughs> running in it. Um, and so I was like running, I was training, I was... Like in rain, in everything. I actually um, recorded a, a lot on camera, and I was actually allowed to bring my camera into because um, you kind of get quarantined before you go into SAS, so you don't see anyone. Yeah. Um, and so I brought it, and uh, yeah. So the training was extreme, but I, I I wish I did have a bit more time. Yeah. But then I thought I could have overtrained, you know, I could have injured myself. It's like loads of things that I could have done. And plus I could have got my, my head, my mind could have just got, gone away with itself. So six days, six days in like intense training with info was all that I could do.
1: Oh, that's crazy. I respect you so much for that. And like within those six days, did you give anyone else a shout that had been on the show before? Obviously Dev, who's, who's at the same, you know, kind of network as you. And uh, you must have a few other mates. I did actually.
0: Yeah. I I spoke to Dev and I spoke to AJ. They were both on the same, um, the, the first, season, epi- the first yeah, celebrity yeah. episode, yeah, yeah. Um, or season, I spoke to Dev and Dev was like, uh, speaking to them just made it even more apparent that I should absolutely do it. There was no doubt that I wanted to do it anyway. Like I, I was really into it. Like I wanted to properly get involved. Um, and you obviously sit down and you have a meeting to see with the producer and the directors and stuff and they all have a conversation. And I was like, "I'm, I'm absolutely up for it. Like I did say if there was any... Series that I'd want to do, like that, could test me. Would definitely be SAS, and I would absolutely love to do Strictly Come Dancing. But like SAS, I was like, yeah, yeah, let's t- it's time to level up. Let's do it.
1: <sighs> well, you know what, Yaz, you've been quite impressive. I've in- I've enjoyed um, watching you so Thank far. You. I feel like you've kept, I feel like you've kept your head down, your chin up, but your head down, if you know what mm. I'm saying. So I think, uh, like, a lot not... of
0: people have said that. A lot yeah, of people yeah. have said that. Like you, you, you kept your dignity throughout, and you'll. You'll definitely see in the third episode, like, I get to a point where I'm like, fuck. It was, it was a lot. Like, for me, my injuries were just crazy. Like, I got trench for, I couldn't walk for four days after the course had finished. Like, my toenails fell off. My skin fell off.
1: So they really do put you through it.
0: Yeah, but they, they really, the team really take care of you afterwards. Like, really take care of you. It was, um like physically and mentally like you you speak to you know a therapist and there is support that even now there's support for you so so yeah it really gives me um a whole different respect even though I had respect for like people who actually do this in life put themselves in the army put themselves in the special forces the armed forces like I'm like wow okay like you can't just go back to normal life
1: they do it for us as well but um yeah as trench yeah, foot do. just to I, I know what it is but <laughs> do you want to describe what trench foot is uh to people so, and how it occurs
0: <laughs> it occurs if you're like your feet are constantly wet and cold like it is definitely a world war thing <laughs> i thought oh my god i've got trench foot from the world war big like me in granddad, 2020 2019. Big me <laughs> in 2019 has got a 1930s disease <laughs> is that right is it the 1930s that must sound stupid
1: I'll let you run I'll let that one run yes play on um, I'm
0: sure it's like 1933 now it's not a history lesson it's a podcast uh, so I was like what like my feet were like black that like my toenails are black like I'm gonna yeah. so Marcus I'm gonna show you a photo yeah I've been really oh. um, I've been really okay. hesitant to to share this photo but I feel like um, we are, you, do, are you gonna? Is,
1: is it is it on your computer? Are you gonna share it on Zoom? Are you gonna just put put your phone? No, up No, I'm the... gonna
0: put it up to the phone <sighs> because I'm not put it on my computer. Sorry. Okay. Um. All right. So, where mm. is it? I have to scroll back to Oct- It was October last year. That's when we filmed it. Okay. Here we go. So, this was day. I'm squeamish. This with was day like two this. after coming out of SAS. So this is this no. This was the <sighs> night. This was the night. So these, these are what my legs and my feet look like. This is, you're not going to get close up with okay, the feet yet right, because what right. happened basically because you're, you've been battered for such a long time that like the course was eight days and you've been battered for such a long time. Um, you're, you're, you're bruised and you're battered and you're in pain and stuff. Uh, but then the next 24 hours when you rest are really crucial because you basically just swell up because your body just goes into like shock and it's trying to uh, protect itself. It's trying to heal. So, I wasn't swollen at this point. I was absolutely fine. But these were my legs. Jesus.
1: Just so if you're not seeing the video, if you're just listening to the podcast, they just look absolutely battered. It looks like somebody's just hit your legs, like especially from your knees down. So that's almost just hit your legs all over the place.
0: Jeez. Um, And then this was like me stood up. I couldn't even stand up. I don't know if you can see. That's not really a good one. But so, so yeah, that was the first day. And so this 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 is the new iPhone that I had. I remember phoning my mum, and I was so weak that I, the iPhone felt like it weighed the the <laughs> like a house. It was a ton, and I was I couldn't even I couldn't move. I was like I just got into the bed and then just was knocked out. Um, I can give you a little preview. I can give you a little preview. Yeah, go on.
1: It's, um, I will describe what I see. I'm very easily squeamish, but.
0: And will I get told off for this? No, because I feel like
1: it's
0: part no, of I'll give you this preview. I'll give you this preview. I don't think I'll get told off for this, but this is because you see what's coming up on the um, the next episode, and it's 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 this. This is a this is a little preview. There Gee, you go. okay,
1: Excellent.
0: all um, right, all right. So when I finally got home, because yeah, was looking very stoic by the way. Fun. It's a picture of her Thank looking
1: you. very stoic next to a Um
0: So when I got home, I obviously was severely swollen so <laughs> you this is going to be gross this is not this is not for any people that've got foot fetish i i actually just want to show my feet now after <laughs> that because my feet are fine now but this is this is a little bit of what trench foot looks like
1: oh my can you see that fucking word
0: can you see your that? feet no.
1: are, uh and i can see this the swelling is ridiculous right now so yaz's feet i
0: wonder if you can you can't usually right when you list. look
1: at someone's foot you can see like sinew in their feet or like where or like maybe like some of uh like where the Marcus, uh, look
0: at my toes it's, oh my, my god toes. the toes
1: uh, there's like darkening around the toes is that blood. dark? Is that darkening around? The, is that blood around the toe Yeah,
0: yeah. The, to- the toes are, are completely up, like lifted up, and it's blood. Oh my so gosh! Oh, was... I didn't
1: realize that. Oh my, she just Yas she just showed us a bit closer. The toenails coming up.
0: Oh my. Yeah. Oh so my this god. Is
1: another one. Oh, it looks like it looks like a. I'm sorry, Yaz Can I it's just like be real with trunk. you? They look like they look like zombie feet. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So your feet are actually Go, no joke. This. So trench foot. Your this. feet are actually uh, uh, have been the way they've been treated. Oh my god! The toenail <laughs> discoloration. It's like so what i'm seeing is, is is the toenail is and i'm this is this is not me taking a piss out yes if you think of what a zombie's toenails look like in a yeah. film the discoloration yeah. underneath it the foot has been has, has been rotten wow wow but uh you recovered yeah, though so right it's
0: rotten, it's rotten foot yeah this is yeah. well this is this is it, the, and then it started to go down a bit but okay yeah i recovered my toenails fell off and uh, what's now it like when fire? a toenail when a
1: toenail falls off does it take a while to grow back yeah <laughs>
0: This just is just presented.
1: Sure a, there we go. See. That's a, a norm, an unswollen foot now. Yeah, there we go.
0: From a I mean, people
1: to be fair. Oh, sick guys To be <laughs> fair though, the difference between the size of your actual feet in the picture in there, you can see that your feet are like. You can see the bones and stuff that make up your toes. So, were you looking down at your feet, thinking, "What the hell have I done to I was myself"?
0: Just- yeah but you know what that that happened way before it happened during selection um mm. like my basically my, my big toe the toenails split but it was still obviously rooted on my foot yeah and it just kept like going like this and like bleeding and it was like knives under your feet so if you can imagine like that and clashing against the boots the pain because the infection was so bad and it was actually in in the bloodstream and in my feet now. Mm. At night, I had to have my feet up on my burger in my bag, and like the pain that was like it was like I could feel my heartbeat in my feet. Oh, it was so painful! Honestly, I've never experienced pain like it. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, if I do this, and I'll do it again, I say yes. if I do it again, I'm chopping off my toenails, fam. They ain't coming with me, they're not. So, you're coming saying with you're going to- ba-
1: toenail list next time? If you have to I'll go it. toenails.
0: I've done toenail list, my toenails are fully grown back. Listen, my toenail fell off on a dance floor in Vegas because after SAS, there was that fragile. I thought there's no way I can't rip them off. They fell off. They fell off on the dance floor.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I feel like I've, I've learned a lot about your toes today. yes. But also yeah. like, I've got to say, I've got so much respect for you going through it, man. On it, like, Thanks. like we only see a little bit of it, right? We only see. Yeah. Like we see a bit of the tears, we see a bit of you guys going, "Oh, that hurts." We might see a bit of blood, but you really went through it, man. And you feel like you've come out the other side a different person, like,
0: uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like I, I just leveled up in myself for sure. I, I, I'm not like afraid to admit that I do believe in myself, but I, but I don't at the same time. Yeah. Like I can believe like, I believe that I will conquer the things that I put my mind to, and I am very confident in that. I can see myself in the future like being very you know rich in terms of aspirations rich in terms of wealth rich in terms of like love and abundance and things like that i know that's going to happen for me yeah but like sometimes i just don't have the belief that i need like there's just like one little part of me like and i'm also very indecisive like i would just if someone says like oh no like you do that instead i'm like oh okay and i'm like well hang on a minute so it, it just gave me a complete a lot more respect for myself in terms of like you've got this you don't mm. actually need anyone to tell you to level up like you've got it and level up when 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 i'm ready do you know what i mean
1: for so, real for real oh yeah, as i salute you man like i said oh literally yeah there you go i salute you there you go um i did it with the wrong hand right hand but right all right before we get out of here should we play a little bit of uh, a game let's play a stupid little game just to lighten up the mood a little bit. there we go um so i presume they were saying army words to you right while you were there you had like would you call them staff that's what you call them what they called you by your number marcus sorry
0: yeah sas special
1: forces oh there you go see i put my foot in it already there we go all right so special (laughs) forces is not the army so you were you were you were the best the best sir
0: yeah there we go but you
1: must have used a lot of phrases though like special forces phrases though right staff
0: mate yeah staff um
1: you don't call it a water bottle all of a sudden it's a canteen what was that one
0: is it (laughs) no no you say water bottle oh
1: do you call it that all right cool that, yeah, yeah are campaign. you gonna
0: test me on words that I that we didn't use?
1: Yes, I am. Even better, I like it. We've played a military sayings game. I'm gonna give you some military phrases and ask you to pick what you think each of them means. If you get it correct, you'll get a okay. affirmative. If you get it incorrect, you'll get a negative. a negative. Okay, right. So mm-hmm. let's start off nice and easy. Civvy. Is that short for a member of the public that doesn't serve with the armed forces? A Civ, like short for a sieve, like a civvy. or does it mean to walk? What does civvy mean? Uh,
0: I think it's the first one.
1: Okay, a civilian. <laughs> Correct, there we go, yes. Scoff, right? Is it to turn your nose All up right. at something? Is it a bit of food yeah. or is it falling over? Uh,
0: turn your nose up. No, it's a bit of food because scoffing, like eating, no, no. Uh, Turn your nose up. No, scoffing, eating. It
1: means food. For example, I'm starving. Let's go get some scoff. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. there we thought, go. Well why done, would
0: some, I thought, why would someone in the army be bothered if someone turns a nose up at him?
1: Exactly, okay. yeah. Fuck them. Got yeah. it, got it. Right, a wanking <laughs> chariot. Is it A, a car, right. B, a bed, or C, an idiot? Idiot. A wanking chariot. Negative. Negative. In fact, so a wanking bed, chariot a is bed. a bed. It is a bed, yeah. Disgusting.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, shout I out to- I hope no one did that. Shout out to- well, you got to, well, if you're taking the shit together, surely like a quick.
0: Nah, I'm sorry. No, not one person put their hands down their pants. If they if they did, that like, I need, I need to get that footage. They get a, that, they become no, a stealth. That
1: sounds weird. <laughs> they
0: did. I need to get. I that mean it like HD that. HD footage. <laughs> 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 Little Jack Maynard uh, yeah. to me. I'm joking. Yeah,
1: but right, surely they should win an award for like sniping, sniper shot, it's doing it while no one's noticing, right? Anyway, Oh
0: my God
1: here's another one to get was it get all your shit in one sock now if you say get all your shit in one sock does it mean Mm. get your life in order does it mean pack up quickly because we're going out or does it mean take a quick shit because we don't know when we'll next see a toilet um pack all your shit
0: because we're going quickly
1: (laughs) Negative. it actually means Uh, is is
0: it get a shit is it take a shit
1: <laughs> I really wish it was. Yeah. It actually means get your life in order. If they say get all of your shit yeah. in one sock, it means get your life in order. But um, I like taking a quick shit. All right. Right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> a cake and ass party. Is it a party where so- soldiers stop off at the shore and they let, you know, meet their other halves or they meet a new lady? Uh, is it when uh, something has gone bad, usually a mission or being messed about? Or is it C? a really easy mission so is it when a mission goes wrong is it a really easy mission or is it when they stop off and have a little bit of, you know <laughs> a little bit of fun and sure
0: <laughs> i think it I, I actually think it might be fun on the shore but that's only because i feel like cake means ass <laughs> like so cake and ass okay like, you know like you eat the cake like mm. but maybe i don't think it is that but i'm gonna say when you meet your boo thing on the shore
1: when you meet your boo thing on the shore it actually means yes when something has gone bad, usually a mission mm. or being messed about. That's a cake and ass party. Uh, but one more, like, yeah.
0: I would like a cake and ass ar- cake and ass party. That doesn't sound bad to me. But okay, I,
1: I feel like if you type cake and ass party into Google, the internet type being it, what it is, type yeah,
0: it into you, Porn.
1: provide many pages of content for you with cake and ass. Right. Sw- I mean, shout right. out to um IGTV. <laughs>
0: let's wrap this up so I can go google that
1: <laughs> right to bug out is it is it to get mad at something to get confused at something or is it to get away from something bug out
0: that soo- that sounds like an american phrase doesn't it like a hey dude like you're bugging out for like when out you for, get man? when you get like mad about something like wild about something yeah
1: so you think no? it's getting mad at something right all right yeah negative, negative negative get away from something it means move from the current location as quickly as possible usually if under attack or impending a bad situation there we go oh, we've all learned something today army. uh well just that we'd be all right at the doing it's just cake and ass party that would be a little bit of confusion <laughs> be like that was a rat cake and ass party he has to be like where where's the cake where's the ass man but um <laughs> sas who dares wins a celebrity edition is on tonight the night this episode comes out and every single monday night um we can even wrap up the show with a, another trailer for it if you want because uh, do you know what i will say this though i feel sorry for joey essex because they kind of use his three million follower thing that he said right on twitter, constantly constantly and i feel like they asked him can you just tell us how many followers you got on twitter and instagram and he said it and the way they put it it's like he's on hi i'm joey essex i've got three million followers on twitter and a million on instagram <laughs> oh,
0: Proper joey's used off. to it he's he's been he has been in those situations often exactly. i do believe so he's exactly. made a stone
1: exactly exactly right yes before we do that though and we get out of here can you uh let us know where we can find you on the social medias please
0: it's just yasmin evans that is all that everywhere is yasmin evans and it is y-a-s-m-i-n there's no e on the end people get mistaken because evans starts with an e but yeah no that's it y-a-s-m-i-n-e-v-a-n-s bless
1: yes and uh, you can find how to kill an hour across all your social medias and i'm marcus bronzy m-a-r-c-u-s-b-r-o-n-z-y there's plenty of ways to kill some time out there i've been marcus bronzy
0: i've been yasmin evans yes i'll see you at the cake and ass party right yeah let's get it
1: if these celebrities turn up with an ego i've got 3.3 million twitter followers they
0: won't last 24 hours They think they know what's coming. They're going to have the absolute shock of their lives. Celebrity SAS Who Dares Wins returns Monday at 9 on Channel 4. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.